Hi folks, I'm Alan Watts of Cutting Through the Matrix. It's April 24th, 2016. And uh, this, this is not a long talk today because of all the craziness that's happened here. But it's to let you know that I'm still uh, kind of alive, I suppose. And uh, to let you know what's kind of happened and transpired in this, uh, this last crazy while. But I just got back from the hospital. It's been about nine days there. And I think the last time I mentioned to you how sick I was and everything else. And how bad I felt at the time. I was going to check myself into the hospital. Well, I didn't have time to. Because um, uh, I guess... I guess it was... Um, I think it was the morning of the 15th anyway. I've been coughing, coughing all night. But the strangest cough was like a, almost like a whooping cough. Where all the air is going out and out and out. And, and, and you can't get time to get breath in the way. But it's like it's commandeered your whole system and out and out and out. Well, eventually, uh, as I say, on the 15th in the morning, uh, <laughs> I saw bits of my tissue going f- flying out of my mouth. Uh, bright red, red blood, the whole thing. And that was it. I was hemorrhaging like crazy. And, um, and of course, I was suffocating as well. So, 911 time. And the paramedics came and did an amazing thing to get me, get me out of here. Didn't think I'd get there at all. I, I didn't expect to to arrive uh, at the hospital, but I did, and um, they went into their usual action there and took a, did different tests and found out I had several uh, other infections at the same time, <laughs> bacterial as well as the viral, and, and a strange fungal infection as well, which had even got into the lungs. And um, this created one, this uh, this this uh, virologist and so on. So it was a perfect storm. Uh, the, the combination of them was a perfect storm. And uh, so they hit me with the right intravenous antibiotics. And uh, and I was in there for a while, just getting other tests, etc. I don't think there's a place in, in my hands at all where. Where I didn't have IV and drips and so on going in, and blood getting taken out, but I, I'm severely anemic yet because of all the blood I lost, and they didn't put me on a blood replacement of any kind. So uh, I'm tired. I mean, really tired, and dropping off during during the hospital during a certain test, you would. You just find yourself dropping off and uh, couldn't help stop yourself or anything else. Uh, the whole time has been like some kind of surreal, very surreal uh, dream or something. But it was very real indeed. Um, so luckily I had someone again who, who popped in. And took care of Hamish as best they could, even though he's dying. Uh, well, I was away, and 
that's a big relief that someone could pop in. Uh, things like that. And I'm very selective in who I, I choose to because I don't want a voice to the world on my behalf. You have people you can trust to take care of these things. And so I'm home for, who knows, I can go right back in again. I'm surprised they let me out. Well, actually, they said I've been in for an awful long time because the damage has been done already. But it's touch and go, that's what happens. And uh, you don't push it and you expect people to give you some space as well while you try and get back on your feet again, so to speak. Well, literally as well. <laughs> Uh, so I'd appreciate everybody out there And um, You know don't There are some people who always Put their phones on automatic dial They'll just dial all the DNA along And as soon as I plug my phone in To phone out for something It's awfully important I can't get I can't get any, I can't get what I need to do Done You know That's that's not polite And that's not It's not respectful It's also very dangerous uh, as you can hear, I'm a bit breathless as well because uh, there's so much damage done. As I say, it's going take a while to clear this up. If it does clear up, hopefully. And uh, I'll have to work on that as well. But uh, I appreciate the people who've, who've kept me in their thoughts and so on. It's awfully important. Um, to to keep you keep keep people in your thoughts and and I, I just know that people had certainly had me in their thoughts because otherwise I should have been down under basically very very quickly I really didn't expect to <laughs> to, to get back here or even to make it to the hospital in Sudbury I really didn't think so when I saw that uh, arterial blood pumping out there uh, it's not a pleasant thing to see but it was a perfect storm as I say and I guess the viral one had to do this a tenderizer to the meat and bang away it went Phew. quite a story eh but that's just a condensed version so uh, give me time and uh, hopefully I can get back on my feet and all that I can continue doing what, what I've always done and pump out the information to you. I certainly had lots of thoughts in the hospital, you know, because you experience other parts of the system and at close quarters and you can examine it up, up close and realize how all pervasive and extensive the system is. But anyway, it stopped worrying so much. Um, They'll say reports of my death have been greatly exaggerated, although this one was <laughs> darn close to the mark. And that's the scary part about it. And hopefully, um, I'll, hopefully I'll have better news for you uh, for, for next week. And in the meantime, I'm going to try to get a bigger machine to give me an auction when required. I can't afford the, the one uh, most folk get. Most folk get them for free, you know. I mean, the state basically pays the bad, I didn't call it a fight for some reason. So I've got a little tiny thing, which is still about 240-odd bucks a month for a very small output of oxygen. 
and I certainly need, need it for temporarily until uh, till I can build up good tissue, etc. And from poor old Hamish, who's uh, who's been hanging on, and myself. That's good night to me. Your God, your gods, go with you. <laughs>